No other book has so profoundly impacted so many lives as the Bible. Welcome to Simply the Bible, the Through the Bible teaching program of Pastor Daryl Zachman of Calvary Chapel, Treasure Valley. Today we see where Jeremiah delivers three messages to three sons of Josiah who ruled as kings of Judah, but who did not do right in the eyes of the Lord. We hope you join us as Pastor Daryl continues in Jeremiah chapter 22 on Simply the Bible. It can be difficult to watch successive administrations come and go, especially when they are bad administrations. But not everyone is a good leader. And some of the kings of Judah were good, but many more were bad. Jeremiah began prophesying during the reign of Josiah, who was a very good king. In fact, one of the best kings of Judah. But his sons did not follow in their father's footsteps. And now the word of the Lord came to Jeremiah regarding the sons of Josiah, who also served as kings of Judah. King Josiah reigned for 31 years and sought to lead the people back to God. He brought a great spiritual revival to Judah, but then he was killed by Pharaoh Necho in the valley of Megiddo. Josiah's son Shalom, which was also known as Jehoahaz, took the throne at the age of 23. He only reigned for three months and he did evil in the eyes of the Lord. So Pharaoh Necho imprisoned him in Egypt, where he later died. Then Necho imposed on Judah a tribute of 100 talents of silver and a talent of gold. Many wept over the death of King Josiah, and apparently there were those who were weeping for King Jehoahaz, who was deported to Egypt. Some were saying that he would return to Jerusalem and to the throne. But this was false hope. So Jeremiah spoke to this situation. We continue today in Jeremiah chapter 22, verse 10. Weep not for the dead, nor bemoan him. Weep bitterly for him who goes away, for he shall return no more, nor see his native country. For thus says the Lord concerning Shalom, the son of Josiah, king of Judah, who reigned instead of Josiah his father, who went from this place. He shall not return here any more, but he shall die in the place where they have led him captive and shall see this land no more. Woe to him who built his house by unrighteousness and his chambers by injustice, who uses his neighbor's service without wages and gives him nothing for his work who says, I will build myself a wide house with spacious chambers and cut out windows for it, paneling it with cedar and painting it with vermilion. Apparently, Jehoahaz built his house by unrighteousness, building a spacious house paneled with cedar and painted with lovely red vermilion, but he refused to pay the laborers who worked on his house their wages. Now, God is very much concerned about proper business practices, and he says that the laborer is worthy of his wages. God was not happy with the way Jehoahaz, in his greed and covetousness, was building his own spacious house at a time when there was great rebellion in Judah, 
and yet he wasn't even paying the workers. Verse 15, shall you reign because you enclose yourself in cedar? Did not your father eat and drink and do justice and righteousness? Then it was well with him. He judged the cause of the poor and needy. Then it was well. Was not this knowing me, says the Lord? Yet your eyes and your heart are for nothing but your covetousness, for shedding innocent blood and practicing oppression and violence. So did having a magnificent house that he could boast about make him a great king? No, and yet that is the common misbelief about so much materialism. The pride of life, having the fastest car, the biggest house, whatever, all of the possessions, all of the luxury items, people think that that's going to somehow make them great. But that's not what makes a person great. What makes a person great is doing the right thing and caring for other people. Josiah ate, drank, and enjoyed the things that God had given him. But he did justice and righteousness. He cared for the poor and needy. Thus, he showed that he truly knew the Lord, for that is God's character. But the concern of Jehoahaz was only for his own greed. He built his house by murdering the innocent, oppressing the poor, and dealing ruthlessly. And for this reason... He was deported to Egypt and would never return. Then Pharaoh Necho made Eliakim, the son of Josiah, king and changed his name to Jehoiakim. He was 25 years old when he became king. Verse 18, Therefore thus says the Lord concerning Jehoiakim, the son of Josiah, king of Judah, They shall not lament for him, saying, Alas, my brother, or alas, my sister, they shall not lament for him, saying, Alas, master, or alas, his glory. He shall be buried with the burial of a donkey, dragged and cast out beyond the gates of Jerusalem. Now, Jehoiakim reigned in Jerusalem for 11 years, and he paid tribute to Pharaoh, collecting taxes from the people of Judah. But he did evil in the eyes of the Lord. And during his reign, King Nebuchadnezzar of Babylon invaded Judah. Jehoiakim surrendered to him and paid tribute for three years to the king of Babylon, but then he rebelled. And the Lord sent bands of Babylonian, Aramean, Moabite, and Ammonite raiders against Judah as a result. Because of Jehoiakim's heavy-handed oppression, the people would not mourn for him at his death. Instead of the lavish funeral that they would normally give a monarch, Jehoiakim would have the burial of a donkey. Now, when an animal died in the city, it was simply dragged away from the spot where it died and then thrown outside the gates. And Jehoiakim's body would be treated in pretty much the same way because nobody would mourn his death. Verse 20. Go up to Lebanon and cry out, and lift up your voice in Bashan. Cry from Abiram, for all your lovers are destroyed. I spoke to you in your prosperity, but you said, I will not hear. This has been your manner from your youth, that you did not obey my voice. And this is the problem, is that no matter 
how many prophets God sent to the people, no matter how patient he was, how many times he warned them, the people simply would not listen. They would not turn from their sins. They would not turn from their idols or obey his voice. Verse 22, the wind shall eat up all your rulers and your lovers shall go into captivity. Surely then you will be ashamed and humiliated for all your wickedness. O inhabitant of Lebanon, making your nest in the cedars, how gracious will you be when pangs come upon you like the pain of a woman in labor. So rather than mourning Jehoiakim's death, Jeremiah called upon the people to mourn the Babylonian invasion that was coming. People from up north in Lebanon to Bashan in the northeast to Abiram east of the Dead Sea in Moab would all lament as the Babylonians came in and invaded the land. Judah had looked to all of these peoples for help, but they were just as helpless against Babylon as the Jews. And so this would end up being a great humiliation uh, to the kings of Judah living in Jerusalem. Verse 24, As I live, says the Lord, though Coniah, the son of Jehoiakim, king of Judah, were the signet on my right hand, yet I would pluck you off, and I will give you into the hand of those who seek your life and into the hand of those who face you. Fear the hand of Nebuchadnezzar, king of Babylon, and the hand of the Chaldeans. So I will cast you out and your mother who bore you into another country where you were not born, and there you shall die. But to the land to which they desire to return, there they shall not return. Is this man, Coniah, a despised, broken idol, a vessel in which is no pleasure. Why are they cast out, he and his descendants, and cast into a land which they do not know? O earth, 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 hear the word of the Lord. Thus says the Lord, write this man down as childless, a man who shall not prosper in his days, for none of his descendants shall prosper, sitting on the throne of David and ruling any more in Judah. So, Coniah or Jeconiah, or Jehoiakim, as he's known also in the scripture, was the son of Jehoiakim. And he was 18 years old when he began to reign, but he only ruled for three months. He was then deported to Babylon along with his mother, who apparently ruled with him. Jehoiakim was so wicked that God treated him like a signet ring that he casually removed and gave to the king of Babylon. Both Jehoiakim and his mother would die in Babylon. Jehoiakim had at least seven children, but none of them would sit on the throne of David. God said that he would treat Jehoiakim as if he were childless. Jehoiakim would be the last king in David's line. But what about Jesus Christ? Isn't he the son of David? Yes, of course he is. And it's interesting that the genealogy we are given in Matthew chapter 1 traces Christ's ancestry through his legal father, Joseph. That meant that Christ had legal right to the throne. But since Jehoiakim's line was cursed here by Jeremiah, none of his descendants could claim the throne. Christ had the legal right, 
but he could not be of the same bloodline as Jehoiakim. So in Luke, Luke chapter 3, we find Christ's ancestry traced through his mother Mary. From Abraham to David, the two lists are similar, but from David on, they differ. And Luke traces the line through David's son, Nathan, thereby avoiding Jehoiakim. So Jesus received his legal right to the throne through Joseph and his bloodline through Mary as a son of David, bypassing the line of Jehoiakim, just as Jeremiah had said. Oh, the wonderful ways, the mysterious ways that God fulfills his prophetic word. But we should always know that God will fulfill his word. After Jehoiakim was deported to Babylon, Nebuchadnezzar made his uncle Zedekiah king in his place. And Zedekiah ruled for 11 years until King Nebuchadnezzar then destroyed Jerusalem and the temple, taking the survivors captive to Babylon. It is sad that although Josiah was such a good king, his three sons who succeeded him were all evil. It has been said that God doesn't have grandchildren. He only has children. So regardless of our parentage, we must each choose to follow the Lord and do what is pleasing in his sight. We will either reap the rewards of righteousness or wickedness. And God leaves that choice to each of us. You've been listening to Simply the Bible, the Through the Bible teaching program of Pastor Daryl Zachman of Calvary Chapel, Treasure Valley. For more information about our church, please visit our website at calvarytv.org. That's calvarytv.org. If you have any questions or comments, please contact us through our website. To listen to previous episodes, go to 941thevoice.com or check out our podcasts on iTunes or Spotify and please leave us a review. Tomorrow we will see that the shepherds of the people have failed, but God will raise up a branch of righteousness. Jeremiah is broken over the prophets who give false assurance to the people. We hope you'll join us as we continue in the book of Jeremiah on Simply the Bible.